your host for Lacrosse Talk PM, Rick Sola. All right, welcome to Masking Monday, Lacrosse Talk PM, 608-785-7914. How was your masking weekend? Started on essentially all day Saturday at midnight. Friday night is Saturday morning. Have to wear a mask in Wisconsin. Have to wear a mask in Minnesota now, too. It's been that way for a little over a week. 608-785-7914. A couple of stories that are pretty interesting before I get into anything here is uh, Wisconsin election head says, uh, don't wait, I'm mailing in your ballots. Because the uh, mysteriously, the United States Postal Service is, is you know, having problems with uh, the mail lately for some reason. Not sure why. Um, so don't wait. If you got a, a ballot you want to mail in, I don't necessarily like to mail in a ballot. I think I got one. I think it's just laying on the counter at my house. Minnesota sent me one. Haven't opened it yet. Don't necessarily like mailing in the ballot too soon because, hey, maybe I'll change my mind, right? Um, there's not, there's, there's a couple of things on the, those ballots. So, um, I don't get to vote for anything in Wisconsin. So that's, you know, a pretty important date coming up here. What do we got? Uh, eight days next Tuesday, pretty important primary date. But, uh, in a couple of minutes on Alaska police chief, Charles Ashbeck's going to join to be back to back days, essentially with. A police chief. Um, he's been the chief of police almost a year, so we could talk about, talk to him about that. Uh, he was in West Salem for twelve years prior to that, and I just put on the Wisdom face uh, the Wisdom Facebook and the WisdomNews.com page. You'll have to check this out because it's worth it. And this is what I, I want to have some fun with this, but I don't know how much a police chief can have fun with with things because they they really got to walk the line, but. Uh, if you haven't seen the video, it's on wisdomnews.com. The Trump sign kicker. <laughs> and it appears to happen at night. Uh, somebody jumps out of a truck. For for some reason, the, the truck drives by. Then it backs up so this kid can get out or a guy can get out. So it's backing down the road. You could give him a moving violation for that, I bet. And uh, a guy gets out and, and just goes to kick a Trump sign in somebody's yard and it doesn't he doesn't do very well and uh, super embarrassing and then he takes a sign of course he takes a sign like just if you want to kick it kick it but then he takes it and somebody put a camera out there just waiting for somebody to do that i guess but why does the truck it's so funny cuz the truck backs up so the kid can get a running start or the guy can get a running start I keep calling him a kid but he's not a kid he's 18 um, but yeah, so that's on our Facebook or on our Facebook page uh, and and on the uh, website. And if you if you scroll down from that story, I just posted the video real quick. If you scroll down, it kind of brings back memories of the days when Lacrosse had downtown parking ramp gates, and you remember all the problems that the gates the gates had. People trying to drive through them. We were replacing them every weekend and. Eventually, when Jim Flotmeyer took over as the parking utility coordinator, I think one of the first things he did, he's no longer the parking utility coordinator, by the way, but one of the first things he did was like, oh, we have to get rid of these aluminum gates and put wooden ones on because people keep breaking them. 
Um, yeah, there's a there's a guy, uh, you know, car driving through. There's a guy wrestling with the parking gate in this video, and uh, it doesn't end well for the, he wins. I think the battle, but lost the war on that. Uh, he just he's wrestling with the gate and then, and then falls over himself because obviously these people are sober when this happens. The gate comes down on so many cars in this video. Um, yeah, so two pretty funny videos there on the on the Wisdom website if you if you want to check it out. But I will say the the thing with these these yard signs, political yard signs, is I just I don't. So a lot of times people won't even tell you who they're voting for, right? It's kind of like impolite to ask who you're voting for, and and other people put these yard signs out and and just drive it around. Man, some people really not even yard signs. They've got like just their 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 porch is devoted to a political candidate, and it's just like. This seems pretty funny. Like, really want to tell everybody who I'm voting for. I just, I don't, I don't get it. It's, it's kind of tacky, and um, I don't know. I feel the same way about sports teams. So, if you're thinking this is a political thing, it's like when you decorate your yard with like Packer flags and stuff. We always used to to make just like really like when the the F two fifty drove by with the dual Packer flags on it. We're like, really? That's okay. That seems weird, but um, yeah, I just don't understand the the whole political sign. And and then it really, just if if you have a Biden sign out there, you know, half the half the country's like, oh, what an idiot, Biden. He doesn't know anything. And if you have a Trump sign out there, it's the same deal. What an idiot, that guy. I don't even like. Like, and if it's your neighbor, and you're just like, well, I guess I don't like them anymore. Even if you've been friends with your neighbor, then they put a you know a Biden or a Trump sign outside their yard, and then you're like, oh, now I have to. I don't know. I have to reassess my what I think about my neighbor. Um, yeah, so and we can get into the the whole sign thing a little bit more with Charles Ashbeck from the Alaska Police Department, the chief there. And then after that, because I have some <laughs> I have some other things, maybe I'll, I I don't want to ask Charles about some of this stuff because it's just it's just my opinion and and goofy. But all right, so that's what we're gonna do uh, when we come back from the news. I'm gonna let Brad do the news here in a minute. And uh, we'll be back after this on Wisdom. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. 608-785-7914 is the talk and text line. If you want to get in here, shoot me a text. Uh, LaCrescent, no, not LaCrescent. Last Friday, that was LaCrescent. On Alaska, Police Chief Charles Asbrecht is on with me. How's it going, Chief? Doing great, thank you. How are you? I'm good. Uh, obviously, uh, the the main reason I called is, is kind of a silly one, and we would love, love to get your update on. I just I kind of hinted about it the the Trump sign kicker that you guys posted on your Facebook page. Um, and we get into that in a minute here, but you've been uh, you've been the chief of police. When did you you take over as the chief of police in Onalaska? You said it was about a year ago. Yes, it was late August of 2019. So okay. Just about a year. All right. So I think I've been doing this show full time as long as you've been the police chief. And um, But before that, you were the West Salem police chief, right? For for 12 years, you said? Correct. Yep. 12 years. Um, and I, I guess, you know, taking over from West Salem to, to Onalaska, was there a big difference there? Uh, there's certainly a higher call volume um, and additional staff um, to work with and and just a, a larger city in general. So with that, you know, comes a little bit uh, bigger problems, but uh, bigger solutions. 
obviously you, you were able to kind of get acclimated to to on Alaska before the pandemic hit. How how have things been going since you know what that that March around March time where where everything changed a little bit or a lot I should say. Yeah, sure. Well, it's been uh, stressful, I guess, to say the least. Um, you know, our priority has been to to make sure that our staff stay safe and um, keep the community safe at the same time. So, um, as the chief, trying to you know acquire um, personal protection equipment and just try to figure out how to operate in this new world that's new for everybody here. Have you had anyone get the virus in the department where you've had to really think about, okay, we need to get everyone tested or anything like that? We have not. Um, we've had some close family members and whatnot um, that have had close calls, and so it's presented some challenges on quarantine people, but uh, no officers directly. Uh, last Friday, I talked with the, like I said, the La Crescent Police Chief and and I just kind of came to the realization from the beginning of the show to the end of the show Friday, as county sheriffs have been saying, we're not going to enforce a mask order. And, uh, you know, city chiefs are essentially are, are kind of like walking the line. Hey, we've got a lot of other things to do. You know, if a mask order, you know, if, if something happens where it gets a little out of hand, maybe a customer gets out of hand at a business, you know, we'll do something, but we're not going to penalize it. That's what the La Crescent chief said. You know, we're not going to penalize. It's more of an educational thing. I assume you guys are kind of the same, same, are you, are, well, I won't, I won't assume. I'll just let you tell, tell us how, how do you guys feel about the mask order? How do you plan on enforcing it? And have you had uh, any, just a lot of calls on it already, you know, two days in? Yeah. So I would uh, agree with the La Crescent chief. Um, you know, we're just really hoping that people are mindful and respectful to others and, and um, follow the mandate um, so that there's no reason for us to get involved. I mean, uh, quite frankly, we, we really don't want to be involved in enforcing this, but we certainly will come out um, if businesses um, or places call us because uh, there is some type of disturbance or issue. You know, we'll still come out and try to address the issue, but we're always going to just try to de-escalate and, and work with people maybe through education and and uh, go that route instead of enforcement. And I I know you're not going to do this, and maybe unless someone really got out of hand, but do you know off the top of your head what a ticket would be for, you know, not wearing a mask in a building? Sure. So through the governor's mandate, it's actually just enforceable through the district attorney's office or health department, it would be a referral down there that they could issue a forfeiture up to $200. So we would not actually arrest anyone or give a citation. We would just um, write up a report and refer it down to the district attorney's office for them to decide whether they want to go further with it. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. And I think the La Crosse Police Department said that uh, as well in a statement. Um, all right, so let's get to the to this video. You guys posted this video, and then you kind of updated it. But if for anyone that hasn't seen it, go to wisdomnews.com. I just posted real quick. I just essentially posted the link. I Also, Charles, you might want to go check this out, too. Uh, I posted uh, uh, the, the highlight video from the La Crosse Police Department when they had parking gates in, in downtown La Crosse ramps and, and just the amount of people that probably at about 2.30 in the morning had to fight with parking gates whether they were in their car or just not in their car fighting with them for some reason. Um, and, and have you ever ex- experienced anything goofy like that? I mean, is there anything, uh, you know, in your in your years with the police that, that just ranks up there that is really funny, it's, you know, kind of comparing to this kid trying to kick a Trump sign? 
Oh, I wish <laughs> I've been trying to rack my brain thinking of something, but um, there's just been so many things over the years. I, I I can't think of a story off the top of my head. Unfortunately, I, I wish I could. Um, there's some pretty pretty crazy things that we've or I've experienced over 25 years. Um, but this is probably one of the funnier funnier moments. Um, yeah, and essentially, it, I'll, I'll I'll just break it down real quick. Uh, there's for some reason somebody has a camera on their Trump sign out in the yard. Maybe it's been stolen a couple of times, and maybe you know and you could explain. But uh, a truck drives by, and it's it's night vision camera, so it's black and white. Then the truck backs up. So essentially, the the guy in the passenger seat, well, hey, back up! I need to get a running start at this. He gets out. He's wearing he's wearing sandals or flip flops or whatever. Um, goes to like kick it like a like Mason Crosby would kick a football for a field goal. And uh, he 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 pretty much I don't know if he whiffs, but he but he falls over, and uh, you know the Trump sign's still standing. And then he gets up, and of course, if he wouldn't have stole it, I think he would have been all right. But then he gets up and he steals the sign and takes off. When that and at that point, you guys have to take action. I suppose you have you probably could see the license plate on the truck. Yeah, it's it's one of those things. You know, we never like to make light of uh, of victim. I'm sure you know sure. They've they felt uh, victimized from having this stolen. I think it's not the first time, and so. But in the same token, um, it is a, it is pretty comical um, him whiffing like that. And uh, but yeah, it, it does constitute a theft. So we're we are obligated to investigate something like that, which which we did, and we identified the the young man, and he received a a nice little ticket from us. Yeah, I said, okay, so how does this work, too? And, and and maybe you could tell us how much that ticket was. So for anyone out there that wants to steal uh, political signs out there, just maybe just don't because it's not worth it. Um, but do, do you do the people that own the sign, essentially, that do they have to press charges or do you just give the ticket because you got them? Uh, no, they, they would have to press charges for us to issue a ticket in that situation. So that is what happened in this case. And... Um, so yeah, the young man received a citation well over a hundred dollars that will hopefully serve as a lesson for him. And and that'll, I mean, I guess you could if you're that'll go on your record, right? That's not something you re- you really want, all for you know missing uh, kicking a Trump sign. Well, yeah, you certainly don't want that on your record, but it's not a, a criminal record. It, I kind of liken it to getting a very expensive parking ticket. Okay, it's it's through our municipal court. So, you know, um, depends on, I guess, what what kind of career you want to go to later in your life. Sure. Maybe it could come back and bite you, but um, otherwise, it's it's not on a criminal record. Okay, that that's that's good. I just I, when I when I hear theft, I feel like uh, you know, if you go to like Walmart and steal a bunch of stuff, so they're not on equal planes, huh? Well, it depends. Um, a Walmart theft could be a citation, so that could be similar. But um, certain thefts can turn into criminal as well or handled criminally instead of through an ordinance. So it just kind of depends on the severity of the crime. Oh, okay. That, that makes sense. Um, yeah, depending on how much you steal, I suppose. Or, um, all right. So, so along with, with uh, you know, everything being so political, have you guys, and obviously the, uh, the George Floyd situation has, has brought a lot of police action uh, to the forefront of the news uh, around the country I, I don't know. Have you guys had to deal with with stuff like that, or have you changed any policies or looked at any policies uh, within the department just to kind of, you know, to make some changes, essentially? 
Yeah, we've looked internally. We've talked, um, you know, as a department. And, and you know, before the, the terrible uh, situation with George Floyd, I mean, we would have never have agreed with conducting our behavior that way in the first place. But, you know, after that incident, we've spoken as a department and just kind of reaffirmed that that is not the way we treat any citizen. Um, you know, we don't believe in that. We truly want to respect our citizens and treat them with dignity, no matter their race, you know, color, religion, sex, um, anything like that. So um, we have not um, changed anything um, too much within our department because we feel like we are already operating under those guiding principles. Um, but it does serve as a moment to kind of reflect within and, and have those discussions and and so, you know, I think that um, we look at it that as a positive to how can we continue to improve you know, what we do. We're speaking with on Alaska Police Chief Charles Ashbeck is back to back days on the Crosstalk PM where I have a police chief on. Um, were you with the department when uh, I, I'm, I'm going to have the fu- details fuzzy because it just kind of came to came to light where the, there was an officer involved shooting. Uh, essentially, a guy got in his car and and tried to run the officer over, essentially, and I believe he fired back at that person. I don't know if you were with the department at that point. I think was I think that was an incident up in Holman. Oh, you're right. That was in Holman. Um, yep, I think that was Holman, and I think it might have been a... It was another department, um, not ours. Yep, yeah, you're right. Totally right. Uh, it was, yep. at, I believe, like the the, the festival lot of Holman. I guess, <laughs> once I get it north of the highway, they're all the same to me. Charles, it does kind of blend. Yep. I'm, I'm just kidding. Um, but I, I will ask, and, and if you don't, if you don't want to talk about it, but I just, I did come to light because this is kind of becoming news too with the Confederate flag situation. Um, this is what probably happened while you were in West Salem. But do you remember when the kids at the high school drove their their trucks with Confederate flags on the back? And did you guys have to get involved in in any of that? Because I know the school. Essentially, I think they forced them to park in the road, and they couldn't park in the lot. But, I mean, that's that's something that's kind of come to light now in, in the last po- couple of months, too, this this whole Confederate flag issue. Yes, yes, I do recall that. Um, we, as a department, we did have to address that. Essentially, you know, we worked with the school, and that's how the school wanted to approach it, which um, we felt was appropriate as well. And, um, you know, what ended up happening was, the young man got his flag stolen while it was parked out on the street while he was in school, um, and um, we we never did recover that flag. Yeah, I got to put a camera. I suppose back then they probably didn't have cameras as prevalent as as they do now, and maybe you don't think it's going to get stolen. I think maybe nowadays you 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 probably expect that, but. Um, all right, Charles, I, I appreciate you coming on. I don't know if, if you had anything else you wanted to, to tell the public or to tell us uh, that I haven't brought up that, that uh, you know, anything? Um, no, I, I, nothing, I guess. Um, nope, sorry, drawn a blank. No, that's fine. I, I, I wanted to give you an opportunity. I kind of threw a lot at you there. We were all over the place. But I really appreciate you coming on. Thanks a lot. Yeah, anytime. Thank you, Rick. All right, bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, that's LaCresse. LaCresse, I keep doing that. On Alaska, Police Chief Charles Ashbeck joining us, talking about that Trump sign kicker for the most part, which is just, I, I mean, it, 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 it's, it's a little bit, it kind of sucks for everybody because the, the family or the household that had that sign ends up pressing charges. The guy gets a ticket for it. 
Andy looks really stupid on the video. So check it out at wisdomnews.com. Uh, look for the guy in black and white, the black and white picture of a guy kicking a Trump sign. All right, we'll be back after this. I was. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM 608 785 7914. Somebody did text me and say, Did I assume the Trump sign kicker's gender? I didn't. I knew it. If you didn't see yet, wisdomnews.com, the video of the guy in on Alaska trying, trying to kick a Trump sign and failing badly. Wonder how drunk he was. I don't know. He was wearing sandals too, so it was kind of hard to kick. It's kind of hard to kick things with sandals, which maybe adds to your inebriation. <laughs> 608-785-7914. Below that video too, you got to check it out. Below that video is the kind of the Lacrosse Police Department's highlight video of having parking gates. Remember when we talked about parking gates instead of masks and viruses? It's so much so much better back then. Better times, better times. But uh, yeah, there's like a highlight video of people trying to like squeak out of not paying for parking and then just drunk people as Probably drunk people walking by those gates and and deciding, you know what, this gate's had it, and just wrestling with it and losing for for the most part. Uh, Brad Williams had a story, and I just I see the picture here. the uh, The rotary lights is making a new sled for Santa, and it looks like Santa's working. According to this picture, Santa's working on the sled. So he's he's on there. He's got. The, it looks like he's got a hand sander, and he's sanding away. I don't see any elves anywhere in this picture i don't know if brad interviewed any of the elves if he interviewed i don't know if this guy is santa claus himself or just one of those workers that looks like santa definitely has a real white beard he's got his red shirt on uh yeah but the the story doesn't mention anything about they're they're at the they're at the workshop not in the north pole but by the brewery by the brewery in lacrosse and uh no, no, nothing, n- nothing mentioned about elves. I'm a little disappointed in Brad Williams uh, for not even making the joke. I mean, this is, a, this is we've got to know if these elves were were helping out Santa because clearly, they, I mean, maybe it's a COVID situation where the elves can't be in the same room together and Santa's got to work alone in his workshop, right? The elves, otherwise, the elves would have to be masks, would have to wear masks and uh. Santa with that beard too. A mask would, I don't know how 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 well a mask would work with a big beard like that. Uh Eric from Sparta's been waiting. Uh he's calling in. Eric, you're on the air. Go ahead. Yeah, before you cut me off on Friday, I was gonna say that I uh I was gonna commend Tony Evers for uh, putting this this mask ban in place because this is airborne disease and the people who don't wear a mask are intentionally killing other people. I uh, regarding yard signs I put three yard signs all over it. They're all gone in a matter of a week and a half. Every night they come in the dark of the night, these uh, criminals, and they uh, take them. I called the guy who put these up, and he said, well, we'll come out and put a, maybe a four-bit sign on your property. You agree that? Oh, absolutely. He says, oh, by the way, we put, we put up cameras on some of these also. Yeah, that's what people are doing. I think they're putting cameras up. Eric, are you famous in Sparta for calling in this show at all? Do people know not. that's Eric from I Sparta? Not. I am not. No, I am not. Okay. Yeah, one more thing. We got one more. One more thing though. Regarding masks, we went, went to a Walmart this morning. Then we went to a local grocery store, and the prominent size mask required 
I went in there, ever had a mask on, some, some, some jackass comes there, just praying around like he could give a, what, less than, uh, the guy, yeah. the guy's a suicidal, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, yeah I, I hear you, Eric. Just, just avoid that guy. Just kind of walk the other way. Well, I don't, I don't know what the hell it was, but I, I, but I tell you, I was so off that I just, ugh. <laughs> people can't read plain English. Yeah, anyway, I, they should be prosecuted, same people same as the people who take these signs down, and they should be thrown in jail. Thanks a lot. Bye. All right, thanks. Thanks for the call, Eric. I don't know about thrown in jail, but or prosecuted, really. But yeah, when you're making a fuss about not wearing a mask, when when you know workers at these stores are like, "Hey, can you put a mask on?" and then you got to go and yell at them, they're just workers. They're just like they're working a nine to five. They just put a mask on. They don't want. <laughs> they got to be at work every day of the week. I get to sit in this little studio, close the door. If When I leave the studio, I put the mask on to leave the building. Uh, it's not a big deal for me. But imagine these people that are working, you know, eight, ten-hour shifts at a store all day, every day. They're, they're wearing a mask. How many people are coming in and out of that building? They don't want to get the virus because they probably don't have great health care if they end up having to go to the hospital for this thing. And they also just don't want to be at home quarantined for two weeks because they probably don't have two weeks of sick pay. So anyway, it's, we, we argue about it all the time. Uh, Scott's calling in. I think Scott. Hey, am I on? Yeah, go ahead. I don't know what that was, but it sounded like uh, you opened your uh, quarantine door or something. Oh, sorry about that. <laughs> uh, quick comment. I haven't listened for a while. Uh, I used to listen to another station. I know that's probably not a good thing here, but oh, it's fine. Um, they sh- they are no longer having talk radio on kind of your primary competing station. So it's good to have you back in my life. All right. But uh, I think that started on like Saturday. So I used to call it all the time. Here I am back. Uh, ben Shapiro, I'll catch another time. So thanks. <laughs> okay, Ben Shapiro. Uh, all right. So I know what station he's talking about. All right, Greg's calling in. Greg, go ahead. Yeah. Hey, Rick. Yeah, I just tuned in and heard uh, Eric all worked up about people wearing masks. But you, you really don't have to wear masks. There's exemptions, and they can't ask you what your exemption is. So I've gone everywhere and just said, hey, I'm exempt. Yeah, but the, gone where? Like, where Where are you going? Where? Walmart, Home Depot, Walgreens. Yeah, they, they, actually, they actually don't have to let to you the- in. Those are private businesses, and they don't have to let you into their business if they don't want to. They can, they can they get do, you. They don't, actually. Their, they, corporate policy, their corporate policy is, is to not bother you. If you don't want to, you if, can check it. If you don't want to go Walmart into a, a private business without, with a mask, without a mask on, they will get what you need in another way. If you need to get groceries from Walmart, you can do that online. You can give them your list. That's they will not, go they will get it for you. That's not true. Oh, it's that's not? That's not true. Walmart's policy is is to let you go. If you say you're exempt, you're exempt. Okay, well I was at the races in the Dells. There were four thousand people at the races in the Dells Saturday night without masks on. Yeah. That so, would have drove you people so, crazy. So we so what you're saying is you have some kind of health condition. That uh, you can't wear a mask? Is that what you're saying? No, the the state law says that if there if uh, you have a reason you can't wear a mask, and I do. What? A yeah. Legal what reason? What is the reason? Well, the state law says that you can't carry a firearm with a mask. I know the attorney general said that he wasn't going to enforce that, but it's still the law. 
Okay. So the law says I can't wear a mask, so I'm legally exempt. All right. Thanks, Greg. So everyone go get your concealed carry. I think I saw them, and they might have did this already. There was a, one of these county sheriff pages on Facebook said they were offering free concealed carry class. Uh, it might have happened this weekend, actually, already. Uh, Rug from Trempolo says, uh, my yard, my uh, my yard's full of landmines around my signs. So if you're in Trempolo, just avoid all the, the political signs or signs in general out there in people's yards because one of them has landmines. I, I do wonder if you maybe need to inform the public that your your yard has landmines in it. I'm not sure. is the talk and text line. Um, uh, I mentioned this before, but I'll say it again. The the Wisconsin election had said, do not wait on mailing your ballots. Uh, Slow delivery times, record record high absentee ballots. uh, The the cluster F that happened in the April election with ballots. Who knows if the mail system had anything to do with that. Not M-A-L-E system, maybe, but... The MAIL system had anything to do with that. Uh, they said as of Monday, as of today, 332,000 completed ballots have been received. And they had sent out 821,000 to voters. So we're, you know, about 500,000 to go. And if you're going to wait until the, you know, the last week because you, because you want to, right? I don't know exactly when you have to turn your ballot in. I think they need to be. Well, this is the last week, right? These are, I'm thinking like November, but this is August, right? Like you need to, you probably need to, to mail this thing today or tomorrow because we're, we're a week out and it might not get there in time. So um, voters have until Thursday to request an absentee ballot. The deadline to return the ballot is 8 p.m. the night of the election, August 11th. So um, yeah, we'll probably talk to the, uh, the clerk here in town and see how that's going. I did send her an email last week, um, but Uh, I just need to have a conversation with her about a bunch of other things. All right, we're going to take another quick break. We'll return after this on Wisdom. All right, welcome back to the Crosstalk PM 608-785-7914. I get it now. A couple of people texted me in. We talked about uh, this kid in Onalaska, this young man, I should call him keep calling him a kid. This young man in Onalaska who attempted to kick a Trump sign, jumps out of a truck, runs down the road, tries to kick the Trump sign in his sandals and fails miserably, then steals the sign and ends up Onalaska police end up giving him a ticket. You can see the video on wisdomnews.com. So we're kind of talking about signs a little bit. And uh, a rug from Trempolo has now being, made it a little bit more clear what kind of landmines are around his signs in his yard. And he, see, he, and he says standard poodle landmines and another texter too said the same thing his dog is laying their landmines uh good idea i totally missed the joke i i do that sometimes i just like oblivious to the hilarity there uh shannon's calling in shannon you want to talk about masks go ahead you're on the air yes so i wanted to just make a, a couple points um so here's a question for you so is a mask being used for a medical reason is a mask being used for a me- what do you mean like a medical reason is it? It's being used to stop the transmission of the virus. That's a medical reason, right? Sure, I guess. I mean, depend where. Yeah, are you? so I you're mean, putting a mask on somebody's body for a medical reason, right? Okay. Right. So that's called practicing medicine on your body. So I know several people who get physically ill from putting a mask on, 
So I think that's something that we're kind of losing sight of is actually the government is mandating something they're not authorized to do, which is practice medicine on people's bodies. So they, they get physically ill from wearing a mask. They're probably in a situation then when, where, where they're, they're probably in a situation then where they probably don't want to get COVID-19 either because if a mask gets them physically ill, God forbid what COVID-19 would get them. Well, for example, people with heart condition um, who need all the oxygen they can get in their, in their bloodstream to their heart. So when people, I, so, I know somebody who personally um, got their oxygen levels tested, and he's a heart condition, and his oxygen levels were lower because he was struggling to breathe through the mask. So, so is that person you know, it, trying to stay home and not get COVID-19? Because I imagine getting COVID-19 would be pretty devastating for somebody with a heart condition. Well, but see, you're taking away that choice from that person, and, and that's just not... You just the said it, it's okay. a it's a condition. It's it, a there's a they have a health reason for not wearing a mask. So then they're not wearing a mask, but, but they're pre- but, the, but the, the people. But like that first caller, he needs to take into consideration the other person's right to make a choice of where he wants to go. This is not a socialist country, as, as far as I'm concerned yet. What, what, what but is, that's exactly where we're headed when you don't consider other persons, other people's rights. All right, but there are and exemptions. When you, when to, you, when uh, you make a mandate that practices medicine on other people's bodies without their permission, okay. and there's actually an exe- there's many exemptions in the mask mandate that allow for that very thing. Right, and there you go. And that person with a heart condition can go all prance all the way around they want with a heart condition, and 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 either get COVID or not get COVID, and they don't care about it. So I get it, but you know when when they get it. They don't, you know, then they're spreading it to other people. Uh, number, number three is calling in. Anyway, number three, I'm sure you want to talk about this as well, huh? Oh, did I have a wonderful weekend. <laughs> I went on a buying spree to Westby and uh, Reedstown, you know, going antiquing. Well, you know, I'm claustrophobic. That's why I don't go in the parking lot. But I thought I'd better try the new mask out that my daughter's bought me. And I got in all stores for about... Oh, maybe a minute with a mask on, and I had to go out the back door because I started going goofy. And I was goofy to start out with, people tell me. Okay. So I had to go back and sit in the car. Sit in the hot car? I didn't buy nothing. Yeah, you might have, you might just, those cloth masks, they can, some of them can be uncomfortable. I have a couple of different ones, and some I like wearing better. Those little I was wondering blue... if I could wear my snowmobile helmet with the big shield on the front. Yeah, just wear your just wear your like face mask that goes over your nose and your mouth that you wear snowmobiling, like oh, I under got your. I on my snowmobile. I won't have to run the heater on the mask then in the summertime, right? Yeah, if, and if you wear your snowmobile helmet, put the shield down because Fauci said yeah. it's good to have the shield oh, down. I know that. So anyway, that's my story of it, and I'm sticking to it. All right. All right. Thanks for the call. All right. Uh, yeah. So somebody texts in, I know someone that had a heart transplant and had to wear a mask for a year, so they're not buying what Shannon just called and said. Uh, somebody that has a heart condition can't wear a mask because they need all the oxygen they want, but also, no big deal, virus. I have a heart condition, but no big deal. COVID-19 is not going to affect me. Uh, there's always there's always a little bit of a, a goofy <laughs> run around there. So, um, all right, that's that's all the time I got for today. We'll do it all again tomorrow. I am getting the lacrosse police on here one of these days. We've been emailing back and forth, so hopefully soon. All right, thanks, guys, for listening.